This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hello and welcome back to 365 Days with MXM Tune. I am MXM Tune, the singer, songwriter, video maker, Oakland native, and transit enthusiast. I'm also a huge fan of history. I love untold stories, gross facts, hidden secrets, anything weird, dark, and funky from the past. Each day I'm going to share one of my favorite deep cuts with you, so let's take a look at today's stories. It's 365 with MXM Tune. New facts every day, so don't leave too soon. I'm gonna teach you stuff, no, it won't be tough. Gonna go a year till you've had enough. It's 365. Today, in 1961, the Orient Express took its last trip from Paris to Bucharest. The Orient Express was an epic train, known for its long route, luxurious amenities, fascinating passengers, and depictions in book, film, and TV. Let's reverse back to the beginning of the legendary train line. All the way back in 1865, the son of a Belgian banker, Georges Nagelmaquet, had an idea for a train that would span entire continents. Nigel Maquet visited America and was impressed with the milestones in the railway system and wanted to make something similar, or better, in Europe or Asia. He was especially impressed by the luxurious sleeper cars and wanted to create a travel option with similar plush options. He spent about 15 years trying to innovate and get the resources together to start his own railway company, and in 1883, he founded Compagnie Internationale de Wagonlits. Wagonlits was the French term for sleeper car. He made its first route from Paris to Istanbul, which was at the time called Constantinople. This became the famed Orient Express. Nigel Maquez was helped along by King Leopold II of Belgium. The king loved trains and had many beneficial relationships with leaders of foreign nations, so he was able to help Nigel Maquez get leaders to agree to the train running through their country without interference or issues at the borders. It took its first passenger journey on October 4th, 1883. This first voyage held many journalists tasked to spread the word about the train's opulence. Nigel Maquet arranged so that the train would be placed next to especially old and decrepit cars at the Paris station from whence it left, Gare de Strasbourg. He did this little visual trick to try and emphasize just how modern and opulent the new train was compared to the current models. On the inside, the train was designed to look and function as a hotel. The cars were finished with intricate wooden panels, leather armchairs, and the beds had silk sheets and wool blankets. There was a restaurant on the train that served rare and luxurious foods like oysters and caviar. Musicians were employed to entertain the traingoers during the day and evening before their nights in satin sheets. The train journey from Paris to Istanbul was about 80 hours long. It cost about a quarter of the average Frenchman's yearly income to ride the train, so this definitely wasn't a ride for the average person. The Orient Express actually became infamous, partially because of these not-average passengers, as the train was favored among spies working for international espionage. 
Some people even ended up calling the train the Spies Express. Robert Baden-Powell, a British spy who also founded the Boy Scouts, was fond of the train, as well as dancer Matahari, who took it back and forth on her combined dance-spy missions. The train was so popular with real-life spies that it became a favored locale for fictional spies as well. James Bond took a ride on the train in TK by Ian Fleming, and of course there's the classic Murder on the Orient Express. There was even a real murder on the train. In 1950, a body was discovered in one of the route's tunnels. It ended up being an American naval attaché, and the murder was never solved. The famous passengers of the train weren't just spies. Famous people of all stripes called the train a temporary home. King Leopold, who helped the train come into existence, had a private car reserved just for his mistress. Legendary dancer Josephine Baker also favored the train and gave a heartfelt concert to wounded passengers after an accident in 1931. Baker was quite the character both on the train and off. She had a variety of exotic pets, like leopards and a chimpanzee. Though the train's life was certainly epic, it wasn't long. The train only ran in this iteration for 78 years, ceasing service today in 1961. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now let's talk about music. Today in 1983, Steve Wozniak, the lesser-known Steve of Apple computers, hosted the second U.S. festival, a music festival aimed to be the Super Bowl of rock. The lineup was totally epic. In excess, A Flock of Seagulls, The Clash, Ozzy Osbourne, Van Halen, U2, Stevie Nicks, and many more. Wozniak was so into the festival that he even splurged with $2 million of his own money to get David Bowie to play because he really loved him. Fun fact, though the U.S. festival only ran for two years, it took place very close to a music festival that some might indeed call the Super Bowl of music today, Coachella. The U.S. festival took place near San Bernardino, and Coachella takes place in nearby Coachella Valley. And now for our final segment of today's show, I'm going to be going back into my own photo archive to see what I was up to on a May 28th in my life. On May 28th, 2017, I made jam for all of my teachers because it was becoming the end of the school year and I was a teacher's pet. And so every single year I would make some sort of baked good or some sort of food item for all of my teachers. Um, I believe that was, so 2017, that was the end of my junior year. And so I decided to take it upon myself to make homemade Strawberry jam for every single one of my teachers or any adult on campus that meant something to me. Um, yeah, I was really pushing for those the straight A's that I was getting. Um, but I really enjoy making jam, actually. I haven't done that in a really long time, but it was more also something that my mom and I would do together. 
and I have very fond memories of that. But yeah, make some homemade jam sometime. Highly recommend. It's actually very easy to do that as well. Thanks for going back in time with me, and remember to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. You can come back tomorrow for more stories from the past. It's 365 with MXM Tune. New facts every day, so don't leave too soon. I'm gonna teach you stuff, no, it won't be tough. Gonna go a year till you've had.